Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a new season. There are new alliances. There are new villains. And of course, there are new harlots. Stay tuned, guys. We have so much in store for you. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Guys, welcome back to the Harlots After Show. I am so excited about season three. So many beautiful harlots to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Guys, I'm Linda Antwi, and to my left is the amazing Kitty Kaboom. <laughs> Thank you. New host on the Harlot Show, yes. and she is bringing the heat. Indeed. Bringing the heat. I love the show. Yes. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's a really great show. So what did you think overall? So my overall thoughts, first of all, let me just point out, this is not my face, and I didn't make a mistake. This is an homage and I think we should do that probably like at the last show. Just like dress up in our corsets and all. I mean, <laughs> I'm ambitious. She, I'm ambitious. She's got the accent. <laughs> she's got the mole on her face. She is all in. I'm all in. Don't think, <laughs> the only thing I'm not is I'm not stripping down yet to my skivvies. Nah. To get money. No. That's not my style. Okay. But I will say this. My overall thoughts on the show are that it was amazing. Like, I'm I'm all the way in. I love the show. I binge-watched last season, um, and I, it didn't disappoint. I knew we were going to get new people in. I missed the old characters that either died or had to go away for whatever reasons. But I am just so excited to see all of these new characters show up. And, hello, Black Girl Magic showed up in 1800s. I love that mm. the new biggest character, who appears to be quite the madam herself, is a black woman with an Asian son, no less. So that should be interesting. Yeah, you know what? I thought uh, they're just bringing it this season. I'm loving Charlotte. I'm loving Lucy. I'm loving all the growth mm-hmm. of the characters. Yeah, and you can tell that they've been through some things. And who, what's interesting about the show is what's up is down, and what's down is up. Exactly. One time you're leading, and sometimes you're in the gutter. You just don't know with the show what's going to happen. You're absolutely right. I was just thinking but that. But they're all their... such a family still. So I even know. though they're harlots and scoundrels and liars and thieves, they kind of still take care of themselves. They most certainly take And each take care other, of which I think is really, really interesting. Yeah. Guys, we have that. We've got Harlot of the Week mm-hmm. coming up. We have Quote of the Show and a little Harlot History little so fun. that we can learn a little something, something on our show. <laughs> But besides that, let's just jump right in. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, so opening scene, we see this character that we haven't met yet, Mm -hmm. which I like that they do. They introduce the characters as if they're just already part of the show. I like that, too. Um, She's in the stable having sex, and she gets caught. And... Because she's having sex in the stable with a guy that she knew, knew no, which we, for her whole life, yeah, which we said. find out later. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they take her away and they put her in the the madhouse. Mad and who do we find in the madhouse with her? But Lydia Quigley. Yes. What do you think of that whole situation? Well, first of all, I feel for the girl. I think it's so ridiculous that in this day and t- in this particular day and time, you know, the setting that it's in, that there's either one way or the other. You're just vehemently against this kind of lifestyle and anything to do with it, and you're just so pure driven snow and you would never Mm -hmm. or you're like in the depths of it and down with the dirties even if you're like 
haughty, yeah. you know what I mean, like Lydia was, you're still getting it in and being a part of this world and maneuvering and, and navigating. And I don't know. Uh, it, it's just interesting to me how crazy it is. Why would you put this child in a mess? She's a child. Yeah. And she obviously is experiencing sex for the first time. That makes her mad. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I did love, love, love that Lydia was in there. First of all, can we just shout out the actress? I should have done my homework. I apologize. I don't know Lydia's real name right now off the top of my head. But I will say that she is amazing at what she does. Yeah, this, she's killing the game. She, This actress, I mean, she really puts her foot in it every single week. She is the epitome of class and culture only to turn around and like you know i'll kill you i'll stab you through your eye and just go yeah, off she, the rails you know what i loved about her is that she is really showing how she's trying to keep her sanity and not be mad yes um but at the same time dealing with a crazy situation i mean for her to go mad who would blame her there's quite a bit that's happened but i'm yeah. glad she's made it so as much as i hate her i'm so glad to see her back well i think that and I'll save it for predictions, but I think that they're really showing how the downfall is the downfall because she was the queen oh my gosh, of yes, the, the harlot. Epitome, yeah. And uh, now we see her in this madhouse and they have her in this spinning machine mm-hmm. um, and they're trying to get the mad out of her. Right. But in addition to that, there it's like evacuation will come from every orifice of her. Right, that was a deep mind, wasn't it? Yeah. It would come shooting out of every orifice. That's not something I want to look forward to. Yeah, and then uh, they were just really torturing her, which, you know, we mentioned was a sign of the times. Like, oh, we're just going to torture it out of you. Mm -hmm. And they were waterboarding her almost or dipping her in that water. No, that was the other young lady that they put in the water. Mm. The new character, Catherine. Catherine. Mm -hmm. But torture. Yeah, period. Torture, torture, torture. To whomever. And then we see how Catherine um, and Lydia are starting to form a An friendship. An yeah. And that friendship, I have a feeling, is going to mean something in the future. Oh, goodness, yes. Um, but what I thought was interesting is Lydia is able to keep her mind straight, and then we see... At least enough to function. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then we see her uh, get a visitor, and Isabella visits her. Mm-hmm. What did you think of all of that? I thought it was a little... Even for Isabella, it seemed a little pushed. Like, she's such a pretty, pretty woman, right? And she's so kept and she's so... Not contrived. What's the word? She's... I like her. I like the character. I like that she's put together well. What I don't like is that they play this naivete card. Like, she's kept up in this ivory tower and she just doesn't know how life works. You know what I mean? For her to show up in the jail and be like, I know you're the culprit. Like, this woman been in here for a year. Nobody's listening to her anymore. She is not that chick that's running stuff and able to, like, put out the feelers. Oh, yeah. I'll give you 20 rublos or whatever, you know what I mean? They're trinkets in order for you to go blab your mouth to the the local rag. No one cares. They've completely forgot about this woman to some extent. So for her to even dawn the door of Lydia quickly just seems ridiculous and naive on her part. I think she is naive, though. Like, I think that she has lived a sheltered life. You think because, so? Yeah. Because when she of went, her brother. Her brother and just, like, the money and, and being you know, closed in because mm-hmm. we did also see her with Fanny and, uh, or excuse me, with Nancy. Mm-hmm. And Nancy said, listen, own your scandal. That's right. And then she turned around and owned it and said, I'm owning this scandal. That's yes, right. Yes, I had a kid out of wedlock. What? Okay. So Walked in the room like, and now what? So, and I like that you sitting over there talking about the virtue of your wife. Ain't you something? Right. That was so, awesome. So I'm thinking that she went to see um, Lydia 
in that naive sense that, oh, she thinks Lydia's still running things. Right. But then she turns around and says, you know what? Take her out of those shackles. Yes. Like, clean her up. I want her to be forever indebted to me. Yes. But make sure that you never let her out because she is dangerous. <laughs> right, because she's good and crazy. Right. So, she's proven herself to be batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, she she was so evil mm. before she was in there. That's why it's and, hard to believe that I feel this way. Like, I'm so happy she's... Well, probably because I know that's going to make for good TV. Mm-hmm. But it's difficult to watch her just go through that. She's just so evil. She's preying on that girl. There's no question in my mind that once she gets her release, which she will, she will prey on her and make sure that she's her top... Her, how do they say in the, the, the these days it's your bottom B, right? Yeah, well, I one guess, of her best earners. Right. Whatever they call them. She's totally going to be roped into that lifestyle. It's only a matter of time. Yeah, but she likes sex. And I mean, we can get to that in predictions. Yeah, but, yeah, no doubt. But I think that you, you might be onto something. <laughs> uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Lucy mm-hmm. and how far Lucy's come. So we see Lucy. Night and day. She is running like a gambling thing with the guys. Right. And making them spend all their money. Um, and she has all, all these challenges. And then we see that she kind of is like the smart one. She saved, she saved all their money. Mm-hmm. She's got like 200 whatever dollars or rupees, whatever they're calling it. And uh, she basically meets this new character, mm-hmm. uh, Bet Harper, yeah. a.k.a. Elizabeth Harvey now. Right. And becomes partners with her. Mm-hmm. And, and a split second. Like they a, didn't give each other even time to know their names, for real. Right. And they take over this auction and right. buy Golden Square and they're going to go into business together. Now what I thought was interesting is that uh, this new character, Elizabeth, she has already made another alliance. So it's there's a silent partner, quote unquote, mm-hmm. in this business as well. And what I think is a great twist is that when Lucy said to the brother, the son Frito, mm-hmm. uh, you're a Molly. Yes. I caught that in the beginning. You did. Like, you yeah. got that and it went right Girl. over my head. It went right over my head. So they're going to have a, a co-ed. A co-ed. Oh, it's co-ed. Well, because uh, Lu- Lucy's going to work there as well. That's Lucy's going to bring her girls. how that would work. Okay. So this is what's going to happen. Okay. Lucy's going to bring her girls and because the house just burnt down that we know about already <gasps> with Charlotte, to go all Charlotte's there. girls are going to go to Lucy. Yes. Lucy and Charlotte are going to be together in the house and then you're going to have Elizabeth and the boys so it's going to be a co-ed um, Come on, Rothman. the irony could not be any better there at Golden Square after everything mm-hmm. that Lydia put them through and mm-hmm. all the headache, the heartache, the everything. Oh, come on. That is just superb. That's so juicy. What I think is great is that there's so many new houses now. Yeah, yeah, and right. And alliances. So we're going to have this co-ed house. Mm-hmm. And then we already know that we have an exotic the house. exotic house. Yes. And, I'm, and that's Harriet's Right, house, that's Harriet. Harriet's house. Mm-hmm. Right? So we have an exotic house now. And then we have, like, the tavern house where Emily is. Um, the tavern is nasty. It's nasty, but, I mean, you have those levels, right? Guess, you have those levels yeah. of people. You have what you, what you can afford and what you can't afford, I suppose. Good point. Um, so I think that this is going to be a good thing for Lucy. I also think that Elizabeth is going to en- underestimate her because she did say that oh, yeah. she's easily manipulated. Didn't they kill I was you? Like, what what kind of did I made known her that? for two seconds. But that's how they get you down. You don't know. This girl's 
done killed people. Okay. She done been know? through some things. For real. But we don't know what Elizabeth has been through. True enough. And Elizabeth made a very good point when she said that. It kind of brought it all back home. Because it's like we get lulled into this false sense of, oh, they're working together now. Oh, everything's going to be on the up and up. Like, nothing about that lifestyle is up and up. Yes. You will stab your sister on this show, okay? And then worry about it later. Like, tomorrow I'll go visit Facts. her in the hospital. I'll bring her some, you know, some remedies to make sure she ain't in pain no more. But yeah, yeah she had to get stabbed tonight. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, it didn't surprise me, but it kind of did because I'm just like, what do you mean? You literally just got this woman's money. You spent it on Golden Square, Square based on her advice, and you knew that you didn't have enough, so you part... Like, this is all just logic. Just present it to her in a logical way. But then what am I thinking? This is all fueled with emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, they all want to be that bitch. They all want to be like the top tier chick. Yeah, so when it's, she called, said, it's called something too. And I wrote it down. Oh yeah. It's called something like she said, can I be uh, bold? Yeah. Which is the head of a house. Lucy wants to know if she can be a bold. How about that? Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty crazy. And I was surprised to hear Lucy um, aspire to that. I mean, I know that she went into, but I thought she just bought it almost like a, not a present for her sister, but more like a, let me help you create no, something bigger. I didn't get that vibe. And no. here's Kitty. Here's why. Okay. Just because like you said, she's been through so much mm -hmm. and she has the smarts now and she has the money now. So why not be in charge? Can you right? remember little Lucy? Yes. That could barely part her lips for a kiss. Listen, you that know what? That thing is out there running niggas around. Oop. Running guys, so sorry. Running guys around. Listen, she has come a long, long way. She has for sure, for sure. And I love, I love seeing the progress. Um, over Even the though seasons. it's in that business, it's still awesome to see her coming to her own. And yeah, what am I saying? Like, own it. If this is what they do, and they're proud of it, just the very first scene, right? When she was in there with Liv. Um, um, what is her Isabella? Name? Isabella, thank you. And she and Isabella were trying to convince these ladies that this might be something that they want to invest in and be a part of. You know, she said it quite clearly. They're not open-minded. They're not going to get it. But we're still presenting it to them because this is this is how we live. Like, yeah. this is what it is. And you got to remember the times that they were in, right? So I think that what's great to see is that these women are in power. They're empowering their, their situation. Exactly. So, you know, if, if you're going to be in this business, why not be the head of the business? Exactly. And make their, their own money. Mm -hmm. um, and they do empower the, not only themselves, but each other. Exactly. They're a great family. So this episode, we also get introduced to a new character, Isaac Pincher, who's going to be the new villain, mm -hmm. I'm assuming. And so he comes in, and he kind of comes in in a dodgy kind of way, and approaches Charlotte. Dodgy. I yep. like it. it. <laughs> <laughs> approaches Charlotte and acts like he's just interested in her. Right. They end up sleeping together, and really, he wants to be the pimp of the house. Crazy. And take over all the women, mm -hmm. and all the men that are downstairs are all actually his men. Right. So they steal her money, and and uh, basically say, threaten her. Say, come with us and be with us. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, there are consequences. What did you think of that and his performance? Well, let me just say that I love the fact that I'm seeing Theon again, okay? The fact that he's now in a new show is pretty awesome. But I really wish that he would have played a nicer character. He's already been a bad guy. So it's kind of disappointing. Like, what? You're going to stay a bad guy? Um, but it was good to see him. And I like that his acting is always on point. Um, I did not like, obviously, the fact that he... I didn't, and you know what? I kept looking for them to use another name. I'm like, Pimp was back then, too? Do you know what I mean? I thought maybe they would have something, I don't know, more. 1800s. A pimp is a pimp is a pimp, though. Clearly. Clearly. Pimp. 
Yeah, so he did his thing. I mean, he went in and took over. I was surprised that Luce, um, not uh, Luce, at Charlotte, she kind of just was like, oh, you're going to take my money and do me dirty? Okay, sorry. Like, I knew she was going to have a plan to come back because she always does, and she's her mother's child. She ain't about to let nobody walk all over her. Yeah, but I think she was doing it to defuse the situation. That's what I, now I think in that she, I can she didn't that. want because it wasn't just him. It was her, him and, and all, all her girls. And all her girls. And all her girls. So mm-hmm. she was just like, okay, let this go. But I'm really not going to let this go. I'm just going to let this go in this moment. In this moment. But mm-hmm. I'll stack my chips or figure out what I need to do and I'll come back harder. Which, of course, she did. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I thought it was dope, but I, it did kind of catch me off guard that he would come in and right off the break, you spitting poetry, bruh. Like, how you going to spit poetry in one side of your mouth and then the other be like, oh, by the way, I'm here to pimp you. Right. It was terrible. Right. So... This Isaac Pincher guy mm-hmm. is like the new villain. And then we find out that he actually has a brother and his brother is Hal Pincher and he He's runs black. The, and he runs the tavern with Emily. Right. Now their kind of dynamic was a little interesting. I was like, Are these two together? Like you said, she's always trying to get booed up. So what's happening with you? Are you the lady of the house? Right. Is he running you? Like what is Because she brought money, remember, after mm-hmm. she did that trick in like the hallway or the alley or yeah. wherever they were outside, she came in with the money like, here you go. Yeah. So if you're running the house and you literally have half a say in what goes on around yeah. here, then it would seem that you wouldn't have to bed men right. very often. But if the, at all. But then when we saw the two brothers together and she found out that he was trying to take Charlotte on yeah. and scolded him. Yeah. The brother Hal scolded her. That was, was like, don't, don't, don't talk, talk to my brother. Like exactly. Right. I was like, ooh. Exactly. That's a little... But I wasn't surprised. Blood's thicker than water, right? So he's going to side with his brother before he takes. I mean, she's a harlot, yeah. And she just showed up in their lives. Like she can't be, couldn't have been around for that long. No, but they just showed up into town, though. So mm. yeah, they just maybe showed they up. weren't there the whole time. You don't think they weren't there the whole time because because uh, we would have known about them. We would have known about them, and then he said we have moved to a new land to penetrate the wealth. There you go. So they're new in town, right? And that's why they're trying to take over. So, so they weren't in charge of this tavern mm-hmm. up until now. Um, and I think that they both have two different approaches. I think Hell's oh, trying yeah. to slide in, no question, and take over, and uh, Isaac is trying to like just hammer snap it up, it. right? Yeah, so, he, he doesn't have any nuances. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. Uh, let's move on to Charles Quigley mm-hmm. and losing Golden Square and kind of losing his mind. Mm. He looks a hot mess. He looks a messy, and, filthy mess. And I feel like he's kind of going around, not begging, but mm. almost like, woe is me, woe is me, my life is so terrible now. Uh, what did you think of that? And- I mean, I didn't expect anything more of him. He's always been just like a little piglet, isn't mm-hmm. he? He's like very piggy and very like, I told you, his face is always in that perpetual face stance of like, I don't know if I'm coming or going. I don't know what I'm doing. Give me money. Give me some of the cha-cha. I don't. He's just a mess. So I thought, I mean, it didn't surprise me at all. Um, it saddens me only because I don't want to see anybody suffer and mm-hmm. I hate that he's in such dire straits but mm-hmm. he set himself up for this complete living arrangement like he had his, once his mother went away he inherited the square so yeah. he could have done right by it but he decided that he wanted to gamble away his life and I'm sure his heart was broken because he had to banish Emily mm-hmm. so a lot of that probably played into the choices that he made but now exactly he's running around like poor me and what do I do and 
help me. You're a grown man. Get it together. Yeah. He's gross. Yeah. I'm wondering what they're going to do with this character and, and where he's going right now because Fanny's giving you money. Right. You know, she's got a baby, so you must that be in dire straits. Volumes. Yeah, yeah. It really does. It really does. But we'll see. I, I do think that. Again, when we get to predictions, there's something that might happen with <laughs> yeah. him. Okay. And he might be able to redeem himself just a little just bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. We shall see. So uh, we talked a little bit about uh, Elizabeth and her son, Frito. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see where their storyline oh, takes yes. it. Oh, yes. And amazing. Uh, I know that we're probably going to have a bunch of new characters because we're going to have... The house has to be filled. But, so, like, what are male harlots called? Molly's. Molly, don't remember oh, who yeah. said it. She said you're a Molly. That's, That's right. Because when you mentioned it, I was yeah. like, wait, no, they so can't have Molly's me. and Harlots. I love it, <laughs> but I didn't think that it was possible. So remember, it wasn't until you pointed out that they called him a Molly. That's yeah. when it was like a light bulb moment for, yeah. for Lucy. Right? She was like, oh, you're a Molly. So it never even occurred to her. That that's what he did. But I love how the mama jumped in like a lion bear and was just like, my son is whatever he is and he's going to live in this house and be comfortable and you helped to make that happen. So you either joining us and going to be accepting of my son or not. Well, as soon as she asked him, well, how much does that go for? And he said double because, because it's, it's, it's a hanging, hanging offense. offense. Right. I, know, I saw the dollar signs in her mind. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's money because of a higher risk. Exactly. Um, but I also think, too, that they might... They might give I think the other houses a run for their money, for sure. And they're going to be able to fly under the radar because it's a, a um, co-ed house. So if it was only Molly's, then it would be a problem. Yeah. Because the, when the um, the Bodines, what did the police call back then? They yeah. call them something. <coughs> whatever, the coppers. When the coppers show up, they won't know if the guys are there for yeah. the guys or there for the girls. You're right. You're right. You're yeah. absolutely right. It's a, it's a foolproof plan. Man. <laughs> So I'm excited. So I'm excited about all the different new houses. Yeah. I'm I'm wondering Okay, so we we talked about the exotics mm-hmm. and we have the coeds and then we have the tavern. Do we have any other houses? Not that I'm aware of. I feel like there's one we're leaving out, but I can't think of any other ones. Yeah, I think, I think because when they it. all broke up and went their separate ways, Harriet was the only one that said that created an actual house, right? Because once Emily got booted out, she just went to the tavern. Yeah. So she doesn't have a house. Yeah. So those are the only yeah. harlots that I remember that left and were just like, I will avenge you. I will avenge you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, is there anything else that we haven't covered before we move on? In that particular subject matter? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. I feel comfortable with it. I feel comfortable with it, too. Speaking of comfortable... This network has a bunch of shows that I am so comfortable with. <laughs> Are you? Yes. Why don't you tell our, our listeners and viewers about it? Okay. So I just want to thank you guys personally so much for making us the ESPN of TV talk. And I'm a goofball, so that might have came off as insincere, but I mean that with all my heart. I'm so grateful for AfterBuzz for providing us this platform. If you're on YouTube right now, please let us know that you feel the same way and give us five thumbs. I'm sorry. Yeah. Five thumbs up. And subscribe, of course. And iTunes, please, please, please give us another five-star rating. We sincerely appreciate it. No matter where you are, though, leave us a comment. This week, I dropped the ball. I didn't bring my laptop. But don't think we don't care. I totally want to have a conversation with you. So leave your comments. Let us know what your thoughts are. And next week, we'll pick right back up, and we'll make sure we engage with you. So being a part of AfterBuds has so meant a great deal to me. I'm sure to Linda as well. And we just want to impart that to you. And really, just keep watching and keep uh, tuning in because we love it. We honestly live for you guys. Thanks. 
Yeah, so well said. Thank Ditto you. on this end. <laughs> uh, let's just talk a little bit about the Bedlam. So that's the Madhouse and mm-hmm. Lydia and Catherine. Um, in those times, this is how they treated people who were considered like crazy or not part of society. Especially women. And women specifically. Yeah, women had it hard. Woo! Um, what do you think of that whole scenario? And do you think that Lydia is ever going to get out? So I could literally talk to you forever about mental health mm-hmm. because it has affected me personally, like in my family and so forth. So um, what did I remember when we were watching it and what, the, what I made mention to you? Thank God that we've come leaps and bounds mm-hmm. from that time. Mm-hmm. Like I can't really wrap my brain around what it would be like. I can't fathom what it would appear to be to live in a world where we thought that in order to cure people, mm-hmm. we would spin them around ridiculously or and dunk them. them or just hurt them, basically mm-hmm. torture them in different means. Mm-hmm. Um, so it breaks my heart to watch that this was what it was, but it makes me feel extremely empowered to know that we've come so far. I mean, even from just the 70s where we performed lobotomies. Mm-hmm. You literally are taking a slice out of someone's brain. I'm taking a slice out of their brain out mm-hmm. in order to somehow cure them. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad to know that we are way more into meditation and calming and loving. And yeah, I mean, we come a long way, baby. Yeah. And it feels really good to know that this is where we are now and that we and that we as a society are taking a lot more seriously and being more proactive in terms of recognizing people's issues and addressing them and not shaming them or mm-hmm. making them feel less than. Yeah. So that's super dope. Um, and then you said, what do I see? Yeah, she's going to go home. She's definitely going to go. Yeah. It wouldn't be a storyline if she had to stay in Bedlam the you whole time. You never know. No, 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 no. Lydia is coming home, baby. I don't know where she's going to go because her home is gone. And I don't know how she's going to fare, but she's going to come out. That's Lydia. Yeah, but You know what I mean? But there are new, like, top forces, dogs. There are new forces there in play. There are new top dogs. And they none of them and ever. And they're younger. Nah, but they've never come up against a Lydia Quigley. True enough. Think about the last two seasons. She is cut throat in every sense of the word. True enough. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Guys, we have a special segment called our top three mm-hmm. that we are going to dive right into now. Okay. And the top three is really our top three picks. picks. There you go. Take it away, Kitty. All right. So the top three that we've come up with in this order are of, let me just say, the plat- or the subject matter is... Um, English shows, yeah? Like really... Period pieces. Period pieces. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Let me get it right. That's wrong. Period pieces. So Game of Thrones, definitely at the top of that list for me. Okay, I want you to start all over. <laughs> okay. And I want you to do it all in your English accent. All right, all right, all right. So the top three... And go three, three two, one. Lovely. Top three of our um, <laughs> picks for this week, or three, two, one, we'll go the last one, which is Downtown Abbey. We love it. It's a great show. It's really entertaining, but it's quite prim and proper, so it isn't really like a a huge depiction of like London life all the way around. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, they kind of shot you a little bit there. And then Harlots is two, of course, because we love it. It's such a good show. It's really well written. Great casting. And every week we can look forward to it being ridiculous. All right? Really over the top. And then Game of Thrones is because it's Game of Thrones for God's sake. Like, everyone was tuned in. Everyone loved it. It's a really good show. Really well done. And they're all period pieces. So I love go. it. It was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Perfect. Yay. So yeah, 
those are our top three period pieces, and they're going to live on forever. Yeah. And you know what? You can watch them at any point. Isn't that the best and, thing about streaming? Yeah. Right? New media is so yes. awesome that way. Like, if you want to binge till four in the morning, go right ahead. Right. So, and these are all really bingeable shows. So mm-hmm. tell a friend, tell a friend, <laughs> tell a friend. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Right. Especially about Harlots, because, you know, it's underrated. It's underrated. Mm-hmm. I can't believe more people are not hooked on this thing. Yeah, you know, and... I, Let's we'll talk about that in some news and gossip that is for a sure topic for sure that we want to address. Um, and let's move on okay. to our special segment, mm-hmm. and we are going to start off with our harlot of the week. <laughs> so, guys, every week we will pick a harlot that we thought stood out in the episode. We'll each have one, and we'll tell you why. And harlot of the week. So, Kitty, your harlot of the week, take it away. My harlot of the week is Harriet. I like her very much, and I'm super proud of her that she was able to take the situation that she was put into. Because think about it now. Remember, when we met Harriet, Mm -hmm. she was somebody's wife, or so we thought. So she thought. She knew better. So when he passed away and she was no longer a widower or considered of that standing, she had to figure it out. Yeah, because she's a black girl. Where are her kids? Right? I was just thinking the same thing. Where are her kids right now? But she did. She had two children by this man. She felt like she should have... I mean, she was indebted to him. Oh, yeah. They took them away. Remember? No, no, no. She got the kids back. Remember? Oh, yeah, she did. So then where are they? (laughs) I don't know. Hopefully we'll find out next uh, episode. But I do... I just want to champion this young lady. I think that because she was put in a situation where... She could have easily fled and just been like a pauper, yeah, and mm-hmm. like fed her kids the best way she knew how. She figured it out, and she became a harlot, and one of the top harlots at that. Like, yep. everybody was checking for her, not just because she's black, but apparently Mustang got scales. So, I love Facts. that. Okay, and, so, and then she left. After she did get her kids back, she was like, I don't have to deal with this mess. I don't have to be a part of this. Thank you for your lessons. I'm out. Mm -hmm. And created her own house. So now she has her own house. She's making her own money. She's calling the shots. She's got custody of her kids. And everybody in her house has some melanin in it. So I couldn't be happier. I yeah, absolutely it's love very it. exotic. I yeah, love it. That's what they call it. It's a good pick. The exotics back in the day. Good pick, good pick. (laughs) So my pick is Lucy. And Lucy's my pick because she has come so far. Yeah. She started off like the virginal, didn't know anything, scared little girl. And three seasons later, she is now a bold. She owns a house. She saved money. She's gone through so much. Like she, you know, was taken advantage of. She was almost killed. Mm-hmm. She had a crazy psychotic last uh, season that was after her. And she survived all of that. She did. And thrived. And thrived. And so for me, I think that she's a survivor. Yeah. And it just reminds me that you can come a long way and you may not know why you're having all these lessons, but you put all these lessons together and you can come out the other side stronger and smarter and wiser. Indeed. So she is definitely uh, my harlot of the week. That's awesome. Because she's owning the game now. Yeah. Where at first she was a player, now she's an owner. Yes. Gotta love it. Love it. Let's get into some news and gossip. Okay. So, the news and gossip that I have, mm-hmm. yeah, um, Alfie Allen is his real name. He, as I said, was um, on Game of Thrones originally. Mm-hmm. He played Theon. Yeah. So and he, he's playing Isaac Pincher Thank on you. Harlot. Isaac Pincher is the, sorry, I know you guys are like, what the hell um, Isaac Pincher is the name of the character that he plays. And I was just, as I've mentioned earlier, a little disappointed that he's the bad guy yet again. I was hoping that he was going to come with, I just want to see him in a different role. Do you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think that his talents are definitely apparent, but I 
I would love to be able to see him switch it up. But what a fun surprise. I was like, wait, you called it. You're like, isn't that the Game of Thrones? Yeah, guy? yeah. I was like, games just ended. Right. Here's a character that I love. Right. And he's playing a villain again. But you know what? He plays a fierce, fierce, fierce he villain. He does. And I look forward to seeing what they do with him. Yeah. Um, in this new show that he's on. I didn't like that he came in there and tried to, obviously, rough Charlotte out of her, you know, good, hard-earned money. Well, he did that, but he also told her her house. He set it on fire. Right? So He's a bit... What is going on with these guys? They're so immature. They're so emotional. They're supposed to be the cool, like, under pressure, I can handle anything, I'm a man, how dare you type. You got your feelings hurt and thrown in jail for half a day, so you burned her house down? You are so petty. Yeah. You are extra petty. We also have to remember the times, right? And, and how women were treated. Yeah, and, but uh, I think it goes farther than that. I feel like if it was a guy that wronged him, I could see him pulling a snot like that. That's all I'm saying. I think that's who he is. Like, I think that's part of his character. Mm-hmm. That he's a, oh, I'm going to beat you. Oh, you're going to beat me instead? Well, I'm just going to come back and shoot you in the back of your head. Like, he, he just seems like, I don't know yet. Obviously, it's the first right. show. But that's the impression that I get, that he's just like a bad sport and a little punk. Yeah, Once well, again. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Once again. And then what other news and gossip do we have? Um, That is the news and gossip that I know about, ma'am. We do have that paper... Um, and if you're if you're in my headset, yes. Um, what is the website that we were talking about earlier? Oh, Pace.com. Yeah, Pace.com. And what they were oh, saying. that's right. I'm so sorry. That's right. Um, big ups to Bree. She gave me this insight. So Pace.com is basically saying this show is completely underrated, that more people need to watch it, that it is really all the things that we love about it, right? Mm-hmm. The casting, the writing, the location, the fact that it's a period piece and it brings a new insight into an old, the oldest profession. Um, just that people aren't checking for it and they really don't yeah, know. I don't think that they know and I don't think that they're advertising it properly. And I know that we're already three seasons in, but... I think of, like, Handmaid's Tale and how much mm-hmm. they've advertised for mm-hmm. it on Hulu. This show, guys, is right up there, in it my really opinion. It really is. Well, it's, it's... Handmaid's Tale, come on now. No. There's this, some psychological stuff going no, on in Handmaid's Tale. I'm going to have to stick to what I'm what? saying. This show is an amazing show, Harlots. It's written think- well. Um, it is seeped in fact and history. Mm. Um, and you got a little bit of like crime, you got a little bit of villain, you got a little bit of love a and lot romance of and all of that. A lot of sex, obviously. <laughs> um, so I think that, uh, this show is definitely underrated, and I think that when people start to find it, they're going to be like, why have I not been always watching Exactly. It's going to be like, like season four, and then they're going to try to like out-binge each other, because yeah. they're going to be completely surprised that they weren't hip yeah. since day one. Yeah. I agree. It's totally. a great show, and it deserves more accolades. There you go. We said it. <laughs> um, moving on to a little bit of Harlot history. Guys, this is this area and segment where we give you a little bit of Harlot history, <laughs> where it came from, some of the nuances, and all of that. So um, I have a photo here of, it's like a cartoon kind of photo almost, maybe. Oh, yeah? Um, and it's from a famous book. And it says underneath in the captions, you are now in high keeping, and your company are, is Adonis to the masquerade in the character of a bachate. And basically what it's saying is that back in those days, masquerades were wildly popular in, like, the 18th century in London. 
And hidden behind masks and disguises and costumes, people from various social classes feel freely intermingled with each other. Mm. Um, and prostitutes attended these um, masquerades all the time. Okay. And this is how they attracted new customers. And so what I think is interesting, because we did see this in season two and in season one, they had masquerade parties. Do you remember them? Yes, quite a number of them. That's their thing. That's their thing. And Mm -hmm. that's how they get new people in. And that actually really did happen in real life um, in London. So I thought that that was kind of like a fun fact in the history that masquerade parties all the way back to 18th century. and, And even when you think of like, Halloween and how you dress up, right? Right. It it, it has it's seeped in some type of history. So, when you next go to a masquerade party, know that you were supporting some harlots back in the day. <laughs> okay, okay. So they showed up as an attempt to like. We know that you want to come in and join us, but you've been hesitant in the past in doing so. So now if you wear a mask, no one has to know and you can still get the goodies and, That's pay, right. and we can still get our money. Right, because all the different classes didn't always right. interact with each other. Of course. But if you're all uniform and you don't know who's who and what's what, then you can say, well, I didn't know. Yeah. Right. Hierarchy is always going to play a part. Always, always, always. Pecking order. Wow. <laughs> uh, let's move on to some predictions. Yes. Predictions. <laughs> and now, you're after Buzz TV. What do you got for predictions? Well, I see, I don't know how he's going to do it, but Charles is definitely going to make a comeback. It might have something to do with his mother maybe forgiving him once she gets out because she's getting out. That would definitely be my prediction, that she's coming home. I don't know to what home, but I know that Lydia Quigley is not about to take this line down. So once she does, once she's able to be free, the first thing she's going to do is go seek vengeance on Isabella. Right? Mm -hmm. I see that happening. And I see her going to get her boy. She's going to snatch Charles up and be like, we have got to fight these people and get them the hell out of our house and, you know, rise to the occasion again. We we are the tippy top of the top. Like, Mm -hmm. how dare we go down without a fight? Mm. Got that. Got that. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so I think that uh, Elizabeth and Lucy are going to have the house. I think they're going to be thriving. I think Elizabeth, like I said earlier, is going to underestimate Lucy. But Lucy's going to be, like, the top dog in that house. Mm. And she's going to get hip with, like, the Molly Mollies. And they're really just going to thrive. Now, as I say that... I agree with you that Lydia's going to get out. But here's what I think is going to happen. When we saw Isabella visit her and Isabella said, you know, get her out of the shackles, clean her up and all of that. Mm-hmm. I think that we're going to see Lydia come back to her own self, the way she looks and the way she acts. Mm-hmm. Um, and then her son is going to, Charles is going to see her in her normal state Mm -hmm. and he's not going to be so fearful for visiting her. I think he's going to break her out and I think the two of them are actually going to show up at Isabella's Mm. and they're going to show up at her, her place with some type of way to manipulate her or have some like dirt or juice on her. Yeah. That's that's going to force her to help them get back. Right. Golden square. Because she has juice on, I mean, dirt on everything. Yes. 
Now, they're going to get to Golden Square mm-hmm. and find out that it's thriving. So it's going to be a battle between the old and the new. Right. Very that good is point. my That is my prediction. I think that is accurate AF. There you go. <laughs> guys, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much for joining us. Indeed. Please do leave some comments below. And if you want to interact with me, you can follow me or reach out to me all across social media at Linda is So Girly. Yes, and my name is Kitty Kaboom, as I've mentioned. And you can find me on IG at K-I-T-T-I-E-K-A-B-O-O-M. Facebook is Kitty Kali, and Twitter is Kitty Meow. Love it. Guys, till next week, we'll see you then. Bye for now. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.